issues. Let Sunday school come and take care of them. Thank you. Call, call Sunday school teachers. Yeah. Now, when you you move from the place of asking, you enter the place of seeking. When you seek, what it means is that you you too you want the bowl. If it is a bowl of banku or fufu or something they are eating, you too you want it. You you want the whole bowl, so you seek where it is. And then the next one is knock. When you knock and the door is open to you, where the thing is prepared, that is where you go to. So it is a greater level. So the Lord is calling us to move from the lower regions of prayer. Let's enter the higher regions. Praise the Lord. Anybody who does not pray is proud. When you don't pray, you are proud. You are telling the Lord that I can do it on my own. I don't need you after all. What? Get up and don't to pray. Command your day. You are proud. Friday night, come and pray. You are proud. Mercy. Which of the mercy? God's mercy or the name mercy? Praise the Lord. Listen to me. I said, if you don't pray, you are proud. Now, God by his wisdom put advancement of the believer in prayer. And to whom will be our mom prayer, what she said to the say, ye dear umpebi, kanko umpebi. When they, they don't want to advance. Because prayer is the thing that sets you on course to do well. And Prayer, when it comes to prayer, you do it. It is not another person. It is you. Praise the Lord. So prayer is very vital. Now, the believer's prayer, because prayer is important, God deliberately put prayer in a certain way. He put prayer in the spirit so that we can control things in the spirit. Notice that the more you pray, the more you see visions. The more you understand things, the more the Lord opens you up for, for the blessing. Why? Because he's explaining spiritual things to you. Hallelujah. So tonight, I want to talk to you about faith and the gift of the Holy Spirit. Now, the Holy Spirit was given to us as a gift. He's the one who will make your, the prayer come to pass. He's the one who will make all the things you are believing God for to come to pass. So, to throw the Holy Spirit away is to throw your blessings away. The Holy Spirit appeared for our blessing. So, it reminds me of a scripture in the book of Isaiah 32. Let's go to Isaiah 32. Let's do verse... Let's do verse 15. 15 will be correct. Now, this is God himself talking, right? Through the prophet Isaiah. Now, he's saying something very, very important here. He said, some things will happen until some things happen. Some things will remain the same until some things happen. Look at it. Until the spirit be poured upon us from on high and the wilderness be a fruitful field, the fruitful field be counted for a forest. So, until the Holy Ghost comes upon you, you will be dry. Are you here with me? A lot of believers are not living a fruitful life because they, they don't have the ability of the Holy Ghost in their lives. The Holy Spirit was given as a gift, just as salvation is a gift. Jesus came to us as a gift. 
gave us eternal life as a gift. And he gave you the Holy Spirit, the comforter, as a gift. He said, oh, he will live with you. He will be your lawyer. It is like you are going for court. And, and, and then you meet your friend. Your friend say, don't worry, I'll give you my friend. He's a, he's a, he's a lawyer. When you go to court, don't pay. I'll pay for you. He will, he will fight for you. He will defend you. He will speak for you. Everything that you, you must do, he will do it for you. Don't worry about payment. I have, I have given him for you, to you for free. Do you understand? So he said, until the spirit be poured upon us from on high. And the wilderness, why? Because until the Holy Ghost comes, the wilderness, which is dryness, will remain dry. A lot of people never see advancement because the Holy Ghost in their life is dry. I mean, they only know that there is a Holy Ghost. They only know that there is a Holy Spirit who lives. They only know that there's a Holy Spirit who did something in the book of Acts. But that the Holy Spirit can do it in them, they don't believe. So because of that, there is dryness. Today I came to introduce you to the person of the Holy Spirit. The ministry of the Holy Spirit and your faith in him. He is the one that when you call him two, three days, he answers. Praise the Lord. He is the one that when you ask him something about something, he will say, oh, this one is like this, like this, like this. He will open it up. How come the prophet knows things? How come the prophet knows a particular thing? How come the prophet is able to pick peculiar issues and address it and deal with it because the Holy Ghost has given the way? Praise the Lord. So it is clear that without the Holy Ghost, we will remain in dryness and we will remain in the wilderness. But he said, until the Spirit be poured on us, upon us from on high, and the wilderness be a fruitful field. So our fruitfulness is in the Holy Ghost. And the fruitful, now you get it. So he brings you from a place of dryness to the place of fruitfulness. Then he pushes you from the place of fruitfulness into the place of abundance. They remain no here. No. He will, he's a lawyer. He's an advocate. He's a judge. He will make sure that he lifts you from level to level. level. So it is just a matter of time. Say Holy Ghost. I like you. Do you like him? Okay, so we are teaching on him. Say, Holy Ghost, I love you. Now listen, this message was prepared three years ago. What I'm teaching, it is three years ago. It is not today that I'm telling you this thing. Because the Lord led me to prepare and teach it systematically. So the heading is faith and the gift of the Holy Spirit. He was given to us as a gift. And now, if God gives you a gift, he does not take the gift back. It is supposed to be with you forever. Why? Because it is for your advancement and your blessing. So the Lord deliberately gave us the gift of the Spirit so that we can advance. And he's telling us this, that if you have the Holy Ghost in your life, dryness will change. Then you become fruitful. Then fruitfulness will change. Then you become a forest. In other words, you become very rich. Praise the Lord. But this Holy Spirit that we are talking about, how do we know and how do we connect with him? Because you see, if you are walking with the Holy Spirit, you must have his mind. You must have his understanding. You must know the way he does things. And you must be ready to get him to do things on your behalf. And that is where you put your faith in him. That is where you exert your faith in him. You say, okay, I believe you for this. Holy Spirit, help me in this. I know you can do this for me. But if you don't know, you never call on him. People like to call on angels. And oftentimes when they call on angels, they are calling on demons. Angel Kawawa. 
lot of people have mingled with demons. So to have this Holy Spirit in you is to have God inside of you. If you don't have God inside of you, even your faith will become difficult. So listen, the Holy Spirit inside of you makes your faith easy. Write it down. The Holy Spirit inside of you makes your faith easy. It, that is why you begin to see. He will show you things that are 20 years back. And he will take you to the future and show you 5 years, 10 years, 20 years to come. That is the Holy Spirit for you. Numbers chapter 23, verse 19. Numbers 23, verse 19. God is not a man that he should lie, neither the Son of Man that he should repent. Has he said it, and shall he not do it? Or has he spoken it, and shall he not make it good? This is God. God is making his credentials known to us. He said, he's not like a man that he should lie. He said, has he not said it and will he not do it? So what he means is that the way we are limited and things can make us promise and not be able to fulfill the promise, it is not like that with God. He, when he says, I will do this, he makes sure he does it. Now, the Holy Spirit has, in, has been given to us so that some of these things that God has said will come alive to us. So that we'll be able to manifest it. Because if we don't know that God is true to his word, we will be beaten by the enemy. And the enemy is doing all kinds of things. But the Lord in his goodness has extended his hand of grace over us. So that we can be blessed. So that in everything we do we can see his goodness. So tonight as we begin to go into who the Holy Spirit and what he is in terms of our faith. I want you to listen carefully. God is telling us that he's not a man that you should lie. And I always say this. A lot of people they want to walk with God like the way they walk with their father. Their uncles. You can't walk with God that way. Because if your father ever lied to you, it's not God. That's why some people will say, God will say maybe. Maybe. God doesn't say maybe. He said in him, all his promises are yes. And in him, amen. What does he mean? When he says, I will do it, nobody can make him stop it. Now, this, this God that never says no, does not lie. Uh, who is not the son of man, that he should change his mind. Repent means, that he just put it beautifully. He said he does not have a shadow of turning. What he, mean, what he means is that where God is standing, there is no shadow. In other words, he cannot turn and say, ah, I just discovered something. No. If you ever discover anything, you discovered him. He ne nothing new happens to God. He has seen everything because everything comes out of him. And he has said, shall he not do it? He has spoken it. And shall he not make it good? In other words, it shall come to pass. Now, if this God we are talking about is this kind of sure God. Look at another verse in, in the New Testament. John 4, 24. Still describing him, the God. God is a spirit. The God that we are talking about. Who said he cannot lie? He's not a man. Now he says he's a spirit. So this God is a spirit. <coughs> a 
And those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. In spirit where? So what he means is that he has explained to you he cannot lie. He cannot go down. Everything he says is true and is sure. And everything that he says, because it is sure, he makes sure that they come to pass. And he says something important to us. And he says, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Because he's a good God and he himself is a spirit. What it means is that every time God has been waiting to reveal the Holy Spirit to us, but because we can't understand it, that's why he came in the form of God himself and God the Son. But the ultimate is to have the Holy Spirit dwell in us. Praise the Lord. Are you here with me? I'm teaching you. So God is a spirit. So if you have the Holy Spirit in you, you have God in you. Do you understand what's happening? Do you get it? Now, God is a spirit. And we can only contact God by the spirit. So if you want to contact the God who is a spirit, you must go through the medium of the spirit. You can't connect to God because God is a spirit. So he gave you the Holy Spirit so that you can be able to connect with him. Praise the Lord. It brings me to this scripture. And now we're going to look at certain scriptures. 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 14. Look at this scripture. 1 Corinthians 14, 14. For if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prayeth, but my understanding is unfruitful. Give me the amplified. So we're talking about faith in regard to the Holy Spirit. And I told you that God is not man, that is your lie. And this God who is not man, that is your lie, now comes in the book of John and says that this God who does not lie, he is a spirit. And this God who is a spirit now dwells in us. And he has given us the ability to connect with him through the spirit. Why? This is the reason. For if I pray in, unknown in an unknown tongue, my spirit, by the Holy Spirit within me, prays. But my mind is unproductive. It bears no fruit and helps nobody. So he's telling me that when I pray, my thinking is suspended. What I'm thinking, what I like, what I don't like is pushed away. Now God who lives in me, who cannot lie? God who lives in me, who says it and it comes to pass. God who lives in me and who makes it perfect. He's the one that is now praying in me. So when I pray, I cannot pray amiss because the God who makes all things perfect is in me and he's praying. So when it happens this way, I don't struggle to pray. Why? Because I pray correct prayers. That is why if you find out that there's somebody who does not speak in tongues, they don't pray in the language of the spirit, they, it is difficult to fight the devil in their house. But I can tell you, if you allow God to pray through you, you no matter the voodoo, you, no matter the juju, no matter the occultic, no matter the witchcraft powers, you will bring them down. Because the spirit in you prays. And it is God praying. Do you understand? So now, when it comes to your faith, and the Holy Ghost, the number one thing that you must always apply your faith in is the fact that when you pray, it is God praying. Mm -hmm. Are you ready to pray tonight? Then we shall pray. We shall pray. Have you seen what is happening? People want to see the Holy Ghost. Like when we come from meetings, they say, how many of us have, don't speak in tongues here? Let me see your hand. You don't pray in the spirit. You don't speak tongues. Let me see your hand. 
How many of us speak in tongues here? Every, let me see your hand. If you speak in tongues. Okay. What it means is that ah, a Jumana is simple. Everybody can attack and then finish well, well. Praise the Lord. If you don't speak in tongues, I would like to pray for you so you speak in tongues. But the thing is this, understand. If you don't speak in tongues, God, has, God is not praying in you because God wants to pray. Hallelujah. People want the Holy Ghost to just break out and begin to pray. No, no, you control. You must open your mouth to pray. So if you don't pray, something good will not happen to you. But when you pray, things will begin to happen. Hallelujah. John 7, 37 to 38. Let's look at these things as we put our faith in it. As we believe our God. Look at it. In the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, if any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. <coughs> he that believeth on me, as the scripture hath said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Now look at something. Jesus is saying that if you come to him, out of your belly will flow rivers of living water. Rivers of what? Now listen to me carefully. When the Holy Ghost dwelt in you, he decided to create a certain ability in you. That ability is like a fountain or a flowing river. A lot of people wonder why they are not able to do good or to act sometimes in a certain way. They begin to struggle with their Christian life. It's because there is no life flowing out of them. But when you believe in God, you notice that and you believe in the power of the Holy Spirit working in you. You begin to have manifestations of, the, of that spring or that river of life that flows. You easily bless people. You easily do well. You are, you, are, you are strong. You are mighty. You are able to stop every activity of darkness around you. In other words, life is flowing. There is no death. But when you find out that people don't give regard to the Holy Spirit, there's a struggle. So he said, he that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living waters. Now this living waters tells us that the water, every water is water. But this water has been qualified. It is living. What it means is that it has an eternal power. So human beings have the ability to cause a gushing of eternal flow. If you allow the Holy Spirit inside of you to work, people will come to you and say, I don't know why, but life is flowing out of you. Praise the Lord. Say, I have the river. I can't hear you. Say, I have the river. The river of life. It flows from my belly. Are you sure? Say, it flows from my belly. No situation of death persists around me. Say, I have life. Life flows. Life alone flows out of me. In the name of Jesus. Say, life flows in the name of Jesus. Do you understand? So this is what happens when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Another scripture, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 4. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 4. Look at it. He said, he that believeth on me. Okay, okay. For we, for we that are in this tabernacle do groan. Now, 
This is a beautiful scripture. Being burdened, not for that, not for that we would be unclothed, but clothed upon that mortality might be swallowed up of life. Give me another version. For while we are still in this tent, this human body, this tent, we groan. We do what? A lot of people don't speak in tongues, so their life is in the reverse gear. The more you speak in tongues, the more your life goes forward. No, don't tell me that also we have prayed that nothing has happened. You have not prayed. It is not true. I say it is not true. I say it is not true. When you enter the, the direction gear, you go forward. You begin to speak. To, 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 to. Before you notice advancement, you collide with blessings you've never seen before. Yes. So, I'm bringing to you the Holy Spirit and I want you to put your faith in him as he lives in you. For while we are still in this tent, we groan under the bedding and sigh deeply, weighed down, depressed, oppressed. Not that we want to put off the body. No. The clothing of the spirit. No, we don't want to put it off. But rather, this is what we do. That we would be further clothed so that what is mortal, our dying body, may be swallowed up by life after the resurrection. What it means is this. The more you pray, the more this natural life that is dying is clothed with immortality. Life comes. Life comes. You cannot be praying in tongues and die. No, 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 no. No, no it doesn't happen. How can you, who have the river of life flowing out of you, die? So the Bible tells us we don't die, we only sleep. The Bible says if you see a believer and the believer is, is 80 years, 90 years and they leave the earth, they slept. Besides, they will resurrect on the last day. Ah. So what it tells me is this. My life, which the Holy Ghost has put inside of me, has the ability to change this body. Are you sick in any part? Romano, sick tender, begin to speak in tongues. It will change. Are you sick in any part of your body? Is anything going wrong? Begin to pray. Pray in tongues. Pray in the spirit. Everything will change. Have you seen what is happening? Ha. Huh? The BB or NLT. He said, while we live in these earthly bodies, we groan and sigh. But it is not. But it's not that we want to die and get rid of these bodies that clothe us. No. Rather, we want to put on our new bodies so that these dying bodies will be swallowed up by life. So, the more you speak in tongues, Romoto, then life is coming. Life is coming. Life is coming. Life is coming. Say, I have life. Say, I have life. I have life. See, anybody they have sanctioned you to die, you will not die. You didn't hear. I said, anyone you have been sanctioned to die young, you will not die young. Amen. I said, you will live long. Amen. It doesn't matter whether you come from a place of darkness. The Bible says God called light out of darkness. So it is not impossible for God to give you life, even though people are dying. I say, you shall not die. Amen. Say, I shall not die. I shall, not die. I shall live, I shall live. to declare the works of God in the name of Jesus. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, Pa. 
Have you seen the scripture? So, if your faith is strong, if your faith is active, you notice that you enter the realms of speaking in tongues. The more you speak, the more the Holy Ghost begins to work in you. He begins to take off. So, maybe you used to have some failures in certain areas. Then, a season, maybe six months, you became, you became very, you were, like I'm teaching you now. Because we are in the, only the third month, isn't it? Then you say, ah, I deal with the meticulous is serious. Then you begin to enter prayer. You begin to speak in tongues deliberately. Knowing that you are putting off the, the dead body. And you are putting on the dead body. Knowing that you, everything that limits you is taken away. And strength is coming. Then you begin to speak in tongues. You speak in tongues. You speak in tongues. You speak in tongues. Before you notice, by three months, when you look behind, you say, hey, look at where I used to be. You are no more there again. Now you have advanced. Then you get to a place. You continue speaking. You continue speaking. You continue speaking. Don't forget. He says that your dryness will turn to fruitfulness. And the fruitfulness will become a forest. That is what we are praying about tonight. Every dry land, you will change. Praise the Lord. So, the Lord wants, wants the Spirit to engulf everyone. He wants the Holy Spirit to be on everyone. So that we can all have the life that he's talking about. But the enemy too is fighting you. Have you noticed that prayer is not easy? When you begin to pray like this. Hmm. This is that prayer is not easy. Listen. I told the leaders, one of the, the first thing I want to do in every leader is to make sure that they have the capacity to stand. You go, sir. They say, let's go, let's go. Where are we going? It's not prayer. Let's go. Let's pray until we vanish in it. You pray. They say, you have finished prayer. We'll pray again. After prayer, we'll pray again. You just feel we'll pray. Before the enemies, he said, these people, I can't stop them. Because you see, the more you pray, the more you weaken weakness and you strengthen strength. I don't know if, you, if I put it well. <laughs> Did you hear? Because when you don't have weakness, the only thing left with you are your strengths. And that is what the Holy Ghost does. The Holy Spirit inside of you, the more you speak, Rebota, Ren Todoba, he say, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Let's put on life. Life has come. Let's put on life. They say, school fees is going to suck. No, no. Robote, Libota, Legota. Before you see, you have more than the school fees. You even have a laptop on top. I know I'm speaking to somebody. By the time you notice, somebody appears and says, no, I must give you a scholarship. Oh, I just finished paying my school fees. It doesn't matter. Still, scholarship. Listen, the more you keep speaking, the more you become fruitful. He said the very fruitful field will become a forest. What is he telling you? Your prosperity is in the Holy Ghost. If you don't regard him, Most of the time, a lot of people go to people who have exercised themselves in the spirit. Man will spirit Then the man will pray for them. And they to do get small to chop. But me, I'm teaching you tonight. If you exert yourself in the spirit, if you will pray, if you will use the language of the spirit that God has put inside of you, because that is the means by which he also pray in you. You will not beg for any, from any man. You will not ask from any man. He will begin to direct men towards you. Because whilst you are praying, the Holy Ghost say, I cannot be poor here. I cannot be broke here. Things cannot be hard here. And there must be fruitfulness. Yes. Look at something. 
Songs of Solomon, chapter 4, verse 16. Songs of Solomon, chapter 4, verse 16. Awake, O north wind. Awake. <laughs> and come, thou south. Blow upon my garden. That the spices thereof may flow out. Let my beloved come into his garden. And eat the pleasant fruits. Listen. The church has gotten to a place here. Eh? Where we must allow what is in us to show. Do you know that if the wind of the spirit never blows on you, people will not hear your smell. They will not, they will not smell it. They will not know that this guy can smell good. Did I say here? Sorry. They cannot smell you, your scent. You have a good smell. 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 People are waiting to smell you. But you have to allow, oh, the north wind. Anytime you see the north wind, we are talking about God. God himself. Hallelujah. Do you understand? So he said, let the north wind and the south blow upon me, my garden. Now, the Bible calls us the garden of the Lord. Listen to me carefully. Praise the Lord. The wind, the wind is the Holy Spirit. The garden is you and I. The spices are the things that are in, I, in us, which is the garden. He said, let my beloved come. He's talking about the Lord. He said, into his garden. So we are the Lord's garden. And he said, and eat its pleasant fruit. The Lord is waiting to eat the pleasant fruit of our garden. The Lord is waiting to enjoy, to enjoy the sense, to enjoy the beauty, to enjoy. Ah. Give me another version. Let's enter. Please, if, you're not, if you don't allow the Holy Ghost to have full expression in you a lot of things you will never get because it is his error praise the lord before i come to this scripture i'm sensing a scripture in my, in my spirit let's let's go to john 14 let's start from 16 17 then we'll come back to this so listen to me carefully Jesus is about to go to heaven. And Jesus is about to go. But he said he has something to tell us. And I will pray the Father and he will give you another comforter. He calls the Holy Spirit a comforter. That he may abide with you for what? For what? For what? Say he is with me forever. Do you believe it? A lot of people think that the Holy Ghost will go away when they sin today. He will come again when they do right. No. He stays with you forever. Next verse. Even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth in you and shall be in you. He, will, he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. So, Jesus is going and he's giving us his spirit. He calls the Holy Spirit a comforter. He said the Holy Spirit is coming to us. He's coming to be with us. He's coming to bless us. He will be with us in everything that we want to do. He is a comforter. What it means is that if things begin to worry your mind, the person you must talk to is the Holy Spirit. But a lot of people are under the pressure of the enemy. Why? Because that is how the devil programs it. The more you can pray, the more he gets you. 
the more you become too busy, the more he gets you. The more he makes you feel like, if you start praying right now, it will take 20 years. That is what the devil likes. Who has prayed for 20 years and the Lord has not answered him? Show me. Have you, do you know one? Show me. 20 years you've been praying. God has not answered. Let me see your hand. There's no evidence in this room. My God has vindicated himself. What it means is that when you start praying, God begins to answer you. Listen, I'm introducing you to the most important person in your life. Not your wife, not your husband. In fact, he's so important. He's the one who will choose your husband for you. In fact, he's so important. Eh? He's the one who will give you the belly, the, the pregnancy you're looking for. He's the one who will give it to you. He's so important that he's the one who will give you the money you want. So, it is not your business and it is not your brain that is the most important. It is the Holy Spirit who is the most important. So, if you connect yourself to the Holy Spirit, prosperity, forget it. You will prosper like joke. Hallelujah. Even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because he seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. So the Holy Ghost is in us. And this Holy Spirit that I'm talking about, it is God himself who has come to live inside of us. So anything that cannot make God lie, the Holy Spirit cannot lie. Anything that cannot make God small, the Holy Spirit cannot be small. Anything that cannot make God weak, the Holy Spirit cannot be weak. Because he's in you, you are everything that God can be. Hey? Because he's in you, you can see the victory that God sees. Because he's in you, you can see the blessings that God sees. Because he's inside of you, you shall be blessed. And that's what I want you to know tonight. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Have you seen it? There's another scripture like the same thing in the book of, this is 14. When you go to 16, it's there. Chapter 16. Chapter 16. Chapter 16, verse 14. Where you start verse 13, 14, thereabout. Go back again. Uh-huh. How be it? When he, how be it? When who? Who is he? Have you seen it? The spirit of truth is come. He will guide you into all truth. For he shall speak of himself. No, sorry, he shall speak not of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. And he will show you things to come. He will do what? You cannot walk with the Holy Spirit and say, I've seen a fine boy. But no, no, the fine boy is a package and you don't know. You know the singles conference, right? Yeah. When you, when you meet the guy, the guy say, I like you. Holy Spirit will tell you this one, red flag. Red flag. Problem guy, problem guy, problem, problem. Just that the problem is that when, sometimes when the Holy Spirit say, we don't follow. Mm -hmm. But if you, if you listen, because why? He will show you things to come. He will. He will. That is the aspect I like about the Holy Spirit. Because of the prophetic. I like it. Except I don't have to know. There is no election. I don't know who win. It has never happened. So whilst people are looking at... They are, they are, I remember there was a time that we did uh, two runoffs. The Lord showed me Dito Dito Pepe Pepe. I saw people in the central part of Ghana. They were voting again. It looked like they had finished voting. They were not satisfied. They were voting again. And I knew where the Holy Spirit was taking me. The reason is because he's a Kokonsa champion. 
You want to know the witch. It is when when the Lord showed me the pastor that somebody is a witch in your family, I will quote it. Pray in your family. There's somebody that's doing this. That's why I say because I don't know whether you have wisdom. You go home and go and fight. But do you know the one the Holy Spirit wants to show you who is a witch or a wizard in your family? He will show the face clear. Because he's not afraid of any man. Listen to me carefully. I'm telling you that the Holy Spirit inside of you, he will show you things to come. You are going to travel. Then he will show you, don't travel. This place you are going, don't go, don't go. Don't go. So, your family people, they are going to connect with the witches and wizards on the street to corner you on a flower road. Then they put you in some car. They think that you'll be taking that car. Hey, Adiota. Listen, there was a time, man. Eh? There was a projection of wickedness. They projected it six months ahead. And I saw a coffin concerning a guy. And when the, the guy got there, the guy thought that it was a natural occurrence. Do you know how it was going to happen? They, he has a friend. The friend has a gun. And that night, they were going out to go and have fun, like the nightclub. And when they were going, the guy put the gun in the car. And, and the people, listen to how the thing was going to happen. He was not the one who was going to shoot. It was the armed robbers who came around, who caught him. And the, when they started fighting, he decided to take the gun. It is his gun they used to kill him. Do you understand? I said the Holy Spirit will give you advanced knowledge. Advance, advance. Why are you going? The Holy Ghost can lead you. I remember one time I was looking for a place. The Holy Ghost said, take left. I took left. He said, go small now. Wait, take right. I take right. He said, go straight. That is the house. I went to knock. Pa, 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 pa. The person said, how did you know my house? I was looking at the person. I said, you do not know. I have the master kokonsa. Praise the Lord. Are we learning something? Yeah. I said, the Holy Spirit inside of him will limit him. So we think that God is far away. If you give understanding, if you give credence, if you give, if you will embrace the person of the Holy Spirit, something will happen to you. You notice that he's actually closer than you think. You say, Vinya, come. Why are you going? You are going to school. When you go, do this course. In your future, you get money here. Have you seen that lately everybody is doing law? Have you seen it? Lawyer. Me too, I have a lawyer. I have a doctor. Lawyer. The doctors are killing people. The lawyers too, they are lying on people. Do you see it? Don't go and do law because everybody is doing law. Ask the Holy Spirit, what do you want me to do? Take me back to Songs of Solomon. Have you seen what? Did, did we read verse 14? Wait, wait, wait. Did you read verse 14? He shall glorify me. He shall receive of mine and shall show it unto you. That is why you cannot miss it. Let's go to the next verse and see. All things that the Father has are mine. Therefore said I that he, the Holy Spirit, shall take of mine and shall show it unto you. How many times will he say the same thing? Three times. Show it unto you. Reveal it to you. Show it unto you. How can you say, I don't know. I didn't know. I just went to crash. Christian. It's not true. It's not true. Let's see the, the next verse too. That's where it ends. 
Yes, that's where it ends. It's okay. Take me songs of Solomon. Uh huh. He said, "You you have called me a garden." Ooh, I like that. She said, "Oh, I pray that the cold north wind and the soft south wind may blow upon my garden, that its spices may flow out." in abundance for you in whom my soul delights. Let my beloved come into his garden and eat its choicest fruits. If another version says that, you know he says spices. Another version says the scent, the fragrance of his garden. Your life becomes a beautiful fragrance. Aromatics. Aroma. Aroma of Christ. But say, 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 Holy Spirit in your far away. You can be called a Christian, but you'll be wondering, hey, what is happening in my life? Why are things hard? What? But when you connect yourself to the Holy Spirit, things begin to align for you. You begin to see the... Listen, sometimes it doesn't come big money like a lot of people think that they'll be walking and they'll see Ghana must go. Hundred billion dollars is inside. You won't see that kind of money. No, you won't see it. But every day he will provide for you. Every day he will make sure you enjoy. Praise the Lord. I say, Praise the Lord. Are you in church with me? Now look at another scripture. Acts chapter 1, verse 8. Acts 1, verse 8. But ye shall receive power. You shall receive what? You shall receive what? Listen, the Lord knows that you cannot survive without power in this world. That's why he gives power. Say, I have power. I have power. The way I for you, I know. Say, I have power. I have power. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Tonight, that which will knock on your door. You say, you have power. Show me. <laughs> what shall you do? Ha! <laughs> if you get to do Tai Chi, ha! <laughs> when that when that juju man knock on your door, what will you do? Tell him, hey, power is here. Don't joke, don't cross. Don't see onami small, kanami small, kabumi small. <laughs> when you joke, I will crush you well, well. Yes, you I said, when the Holy Ghost come inside of you, God deposit power. When the enemy is talking, before they notice, power hits them. Before they notice, fire hits them. They don't know. He said, and ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Ah. What it means is that God knows power is good. God knows the use of power. A lot of people, don't you see that people go on to juju? What are they looking for? Power. So what people, when you go, they say, Bring cassava dough. Uh, bring red oil. You see? When you go there, they tell you, say, then now, now that you have brought this thing, bring one fowl. So you don't catch the meat. This is soup, oh, soup. <laughs> when they tell you, go to Malata Market, buy okru. 
Why I said, You two, you will go. Because you hear that he has power. The Holy Spirit said, Don't go anywhere. When I land inside of you, I put God's whole power here. He said, You will knock witches. They'll say, mm, What is this? They don't know what hit them. You will collide with incidents. They'll say, Hey, I cannot continue. Because why? Power is inside of you. Say, I have power. I can't hear you say, I have power. By the Holy Ghost, I stop every nonsense of witches in my life in the name of Jesus. Some people can't say, hey, pastor, the way you are saying, the beating they beat me last night in the dream, that you are telling me to say this here. Eh, pastor, don't you think that you are going to worry me or because I remember one time where the matter for us were praying. I said, declare with me that I declare. I, did, I say, I noticed one girl, she was like this. So I went to her and said, ah, well, you are not praying. You say, pastor, what I saw last night, you let's leave it here. I don't want to continue. <laughs> I say, hey, madam, what I say, pastor, no, I want to, tonight I want to sleep. I want to sleep. <laughs> because when they see the effects of the witchcraft activity, they know, no, 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 I can't stand it. But you, you will stand it. Listen, tonight I came for you. Something will enter your spirit and begin to burn in your spirit. And when you enter your family house, they say, where did you come from? Where did you come from? Where did you come from? Shout fire! fire! He said, ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And ye shall be my witness, both in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the world. It is power that carries the gospel. It is, if you don't have power, you cannot stop the nonsense of the enemy. Because then the people that God has sent you to bless, ah, the devil will fight you if your ministry is to give money. So you need power to sustain money. You've never seen it before. I know a rich man who used to give people, give people, give people. He got to a place he doesn't have anything to eat. They ask him why. He gave to a wrong person. Who is a wrong person? Anybody can come to you at any time to ask for anything. And because of the power on you, you should be able to give without effect. You should be able to give to them. So that it is not because I gave to you that I will not be rich anymore. Because by my giving, the principle of the spirit is that the more I give, the more I must have. So I cannot give to you and then I'll be broke. So if I'm giving to you and the spirit comes to fight me, I must show him that there is power. There is power somewhere. That is why a lot of people, they look, hey, I won't give up. Haven't you seen it? When they want to give, they send on Momo. Then they send from Momo to another Momo. Then the Momo vendor will send to this Momo before it will enter that Momo. Hey! Hey, I'm speaking somebody's secret. Somebody's secret. <laughs> Listen, I say, I say, I know, I know, I know. Shout fire. fire. I can't hear you. Shout fire. fire. <laughs> because this fire I'm talking about, he said you shall receive it. Just allow him to enter you. When he enter your stomach, when he enter your spirit, when he enter into you, he deposit power there. Why? Because the power must cause you to witness. Without power, witnessing is useless. Kweku, James, 
without power, witnessing is what? Please repeat it to them. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Are you here with me? Mm. Have you seen what is happening? We receive power when the Holy Ghost comes. There's power. Let's go to Romans chapter 8 verse 11. Romans 8 11. Look at it. But if the spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he, will raise up, he who raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken. I told you last time, the word quicken means to make alive. There is something inside of you that stops the operation of death. I said there is something. It is inside of you. It is able to stop the operation of death. So when death comes, you, must, you, you can tell death, no, I have too much life to die. I have too much life to fall sick. I have too much life to go down. I have too much life to fail. Because the spirit of God that raised Jesus from the dead, it dwells inside of me and it quickens me. There is no negativity in me. I cannot fail. I'm a success. I cannot go back. I advance. I cannot stagnate. I always see prosperity. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can, you can amplify it. And let's see how the amplification goes. And if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, then he who raised up Christ from the dead will also restore. He will do what? Restore. He will do what? Restore. Listen, stretch out your hands like this. Let's do something. Say in the name of Jesus. Please, if you don't believe, you don't say. Say in the name of Jesus. Say, I believe that the spirit of God inside of me makes my blood fresh. It makes my organs fresh. Say, my heart is fresh. My brain is new. My liver is new. My kidneys are new. In the name of Jesus. Say, I have a fresh organ inside of me. Say, I am renewed by the power of the Holy Spirit. Now. This is what I used to beat also. I fasted for one year. Then I noticed that my... <laughs> Then my stomach, I noticed that the thing was, by the time it is 11 something, me too, I swear I don't want to eat. Then I came across this scripture. He said, if he that raised Jesus Christ from the dead dwells inside of you, he will restore. He will vitalize. He will make alive that which is dead in you. I said, also, you cannot live here. The thing had to live because I was going to stop fasting for you. Why did you stop fasting? I had also, it is not a price, please. It is not a trophy. It is a limitation. I will fast. I shall fast. Do you know when I was young, I used to take magazine. You know magazine? Uh -huh. You see, you don't even know. Because some of you have not ever taken some before. But I used to take it because of stomach ulcer. But I'm here fasting. I will not stop fasting. I said, they wanted to bring us. I said, ulcer, no matter what you do, fasting, I go fast. Look at what he says. He said, then he, he who raised up Christ from the dead, will also restore to life your mortal, short-lived perishable bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. Say, through the Holy Spirit. I advance. Through the Holy Spirit. 
I do well in my business. Say through the Holy Spirit, I am blessed. Through the Holy Spirit, I marry well. Say like you mean it. Say through the Holy Spirit, my children are blessed. Through the Holy Spirit, I have new monies coming to me every blessed day. Say through the Holy Spirit, inside of me, I cannot be stopped. I cannot be denied. I cannot stagnate. Neither shall I delay in my place of progress. Say I advance. I accelerate with speed in prosperity in the name of Jesus. One scripture, then we enter the realm of prayer. Isaiah 44 verse 3. I'm talking about the Holy Spirit. When this Holy Spirit enters you, eh, it makes everything brand new. I like the Holy Spirit. Say, I love you, Holy Spirit. Are you sure? Holy Spirit. For I will pour water upon him that is thirsty. And floods upon the dry ground. It comes up again. And I will pour my spirit upon thy seed. And my blessing upon thy offspring. It is by the Holy Spirit. Somebody. It is not by hard work. Listen. You can work hard and build houses for your children. If they are fools. 10 years. 15 years. Everything is gone. At most. They will be so broke. They will sell everything and finish and remain poor. But when the Holy Ghost is in you, he guarantees your children's prosperity. Aya. Aya. You see, that is why it is not everybody whose prosperity eh, will live only in their lifetime. Some of the people, their prosperity, he enters 10 generations. Why? Because it is sustained by the Holy Ghost. Rise up to your feet with me. Today, I came to attack every dry ground in your life. Are you ready? Please, are you ready? Lift up your hands with me. 